listening to the So So Scrutiny podcast. I'm your host, Corey Stocks. And this is my co-host, Robert Main. Stay in the carpool lane. Only if I have someone in the car with me, though. Oh, yeah? I guess so. Thanks. Unless you want a ticket. And go over the speed limit. (laughs) (laughs) When you're in the carpool lane, you're allowed to go on the other side of the speed limit. What's up, buddy? Not much. What are we doing today? Great episode today. Big episode. Big episode. Got a great special guest for you. Um, it'd be Jordan Pundick from Newfound Glory. This is not Newfound Glory playing. This is a story no. so far. Story so far. Yeah. But we're going to have an <laughs> interview with him. Awesome guy. Um, great interview. Great, yeah, great interview. Great I, for coming I was on. nervous, Corey. As a fanboy, I was, I was nervous. But halfway through, it was just like talking to another friend. Like, it just someone. <laughs> it was great. He was a great interview. Yeah. And then we got... Um, couple honorable mentions for our unofficial sponsors we got coffee oh, code yeah I forgot about that coffee code coffee code's great went over with the did the pour over today yeah pour over was they good. have their own <clears throat> kind of coffee they do their own coffee now and this is the oh, fair yeah. lady they had like orange and cinnamon or something i don't know i bought the uh, the chiapas blend that the mexican you. blend chiapa <laughs> blend <laughs> um and then our other um, unofficial sponsor. You are not wearing them, but SOS Clothing. Um, yeah, I gotta buy some more stuff. They I have know, some I new need, stuff coming out. I need some more duds from them. They got some great stuff. Um, we're gonna and talk why, about hey, and why not DOS bootleg? Yeah, right. DOS bootleg. Awesome. I mean, they're not really competitors, but come on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we got the. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Super Bowl. Um, rev- got a couple of reviews. A Heaven's Gate documentary. Of course, I'm watching Serial Killer or whatever. <laughs> cult documentaries we did a cult episode where i chose heaven's gate yeah i did that was mine so i'm curious the documentary i didn't know there was a new doc out yeah and then we got you watched tiger which is also on hbo yeah yes all right two-part miniseries type thing yeah Yeah. and then we're going to be um doing a little fun kind of put together a band a pop punk band with uh jordan as a front man yeah, it's like the um, we got to think of another clever name for this. Kind of like an NCAA it, bracket. From the last episode, we did a, a tenant bracket, trying to figure out, or not sorry, not a tenant bracket, a uh, Christopher Nolan bracket, trying to figure out which Nolan movie was the best. And I won't spoil it. You got to go listen back and figure out which one we we uh, we chose. But same yeah. kind of thing. We're gonna <clears throat> do a draft style where we're gonna bring. The idea is we're making the ultimate pop punk band behind Jordan without. Newfound Glory guys. Just for some reason, they're not they're not included. They're not dead. They're just they're busy. They're doing their own thing. So we have to make their a new band for him, and we're gonna draft style um, different uh, musicians from different bands. Yeah, to make the kind of the challenge is like who sounds good together, right? right? And like, not all of mine are uh, pop punk genre type people. There's a few in there. I'm they're wild cards, but I think they would. Be good I, there's, a cu- there's a couple that I picked that aren't exactly in that realm either, but nice. Um, yeah, that'll be kind of what we talk about, and then you'll get to enjoy an awesome interview. Um, so, so Super Bowl. Uh, I think I mentioned it on a previous episode, but I had the pleasure to work on the intro of the halftime show with the weekend. I'm going to put him on. Which, let me just say, first and foremost, there's a lot of haters out there on, like, 
about the uh, his halftime performance. I've been like heard, seeing. I keep hearing audio issues. I've, I didn't. I well, didn't not even that. audio issues. A lot of people are like, it was okay. Like it was like blah 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 blah. And I'm like, have the dude, that like th- the scale of it was amazing. The logistics and the everything behind it, and I bet you some people probably even thought that like the very intro was probably like live, like they're doing it live. No, yeah. that was filmed. Two, it was two really weeks ago. cool. And yeah, it, I, the there was two days. The first day was literally the first shot where it's like this him in his car, and then the camera moves, and you realize it's like this forced perspective. Yeah. yeah. It's really rad what they did. Like the amount of work into just that 30 second fucking shot. It was insane. And then he climbs or he sits on this cliff and this guy gets lowered down. He's part of the choir. And that was the other second day where we they built this uh, like three story green screen and they lowered him in. And then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was so cool. Just sit there like, wow, I was there when that happened. And yeah. And it's well, so cool. I, trust me. I played. I'm not saying that's my video. I play a small part. I'm fucking PA. I know my place. But it's, yeah. it's still like the, the really important people need to eat. They need to, you know, have waters and fresh batteries. And people like me have to do it. So. Well, I do like that Takes on the team, last. Like, like Kyle. Yeah, so. I was going to say oh, okay. on the last episode, we were talking to, talking to Kyle. Kogan and he talked about Coogan. how it's pronounced Coogan. It's not Coogan. <laughs> I'm just gonna call <laughs> that. I'm gonna call him that. For just to, He's gonna get pissed. Then. No, that's all right. Do you want more work? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Whatever you say, Mr. Kogan. He, uh, the really cool thing about what he said was, you know, everybody plays an integral role in the, um, in the production. Like nobody's nobody's viewed as like an underling or whatever. It's yeah. You know. I appreciate that he said that. Yeah, it's really I, cool. I can say that word because I am an underling, but I know yeah. it's it's weird yeah. for them to say it. But uh, super cool. Yeah, Super Bowl was cool, man. I I think it was a great performance. I mean, anyone that does that halftime is gonna get criticism and no matter what. It was unlike anything I've ever seen on the field with all those people and like the bandages and dancing I, and choreography. As much as I got to work on it, I had no idea so after cool. after what we'd filmed what was gonna happen next i was just and he's just he's so talented like i listening to it maybe there was a little bit of like auto-tune or whatever it was um to touch it up but he sounded so like raw it sounded raw at a lot of times a lot of you're doing something that big i don't blame him using auto-tune it wasn't a lot it wasn't like t-pain style the guy's still a good singer but he's got a He's not a He's dancer. He's running around yeah. too, yeah. And there's so much going on, and so I, I don't like. I, I hate auto tune. I, I was, knock him for that. What I was blown away by was everything was up high. A lot. Everything was like up. The you know the stage was super oh, high. Right. Um, being up in the like he had to rush down to wherever was, he was going. I was like halfway through while he was still up on that where the seats were. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like where they're going to do the entire show. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if it's for COVID reasons. Like they don't want anybody on the field infecting the players. And I don't know. Boom. And then boom, like, oh shit, whole army of goddamn weekends. Yeah. Enter the field. And man, it was so cool. I like that about it. Some people are like, just, we're complaining about it. I'm like, let's eh. go see, let's see you do a halftime show. Yeah. What, what would you plan? A lot of people saying like, well, what about JLo and Shakira and blah, blah. I'm like, I don't, I'm very surprised that, uh, no one came out as a guest. That's usually the thing. It was just just the yeah. weekend. And I had heard working on that um the intro, the names uh Christina and I think JT Aguilera, yeah. throwing around like I didn't know what it meant, but I heard his like management people, his team throwing those names around. I was like, Oh, I wonder if those people yeah. make an appearance and 
nothing. super cool that you got to work on him. it though and yeah. see be on the field and everything and working on a super bowl commercial has always been on like the bucket list of film bpa this is this is better but i still want to work on a commercial yeah like, this was really cool like this satisfied me for sure but mm-hmm. i'm very lucky but yeah it was a cool game too i mean uh, can't, can't doubt brady um i guess but i was you know what you know what ruined it is casey's um defensive line like they were chasing Mahomes. Op- offensive line offensive line sorry not defensive line offensive yeah. line they were chasing Mahomes all they couldn't block over him. Couldn't block for him. Yeah. the field yeah like I can't run enough for yeah they- he but some I will say this he's a great quarterback I watched he's him did you see when he dove oh, and he was ha- yeah Mahomes right. he was parallel with the ground and threw the ball yeah. for a perfect spiral bounced off the guy's chest because oh. he has a baseball background I think yeah, that, that kind of come comes into play with that I, but. I I became a fan of his watching that watching him play even though they lost yeah his hustle his like just you could tell he has a lot of heart he which does is awesome I can't you can't not be a fan of that or not fan but not root for Mahomes unless you're like in his division but or playing your team but he's just one of those guys that's just too nice yeah. and too good to like talk shit but do you know what this means with the Super Bowl? I don't. It means that baseball season is here. Yeah, party. <laughs> baseball, baby. It's there. Um, yeah, I'm, exci- I'm really excited for baseball Full season. season, baby. However, I'm hoping we just, we, we pull through. We pull... You know, we got Otani again. Uh, was, yeah, that was good. That was a nice signing. We got him a cheap again. Um, Feel kind of bad. He's so good. I was hoping for a couple more pitchers. We got another guy from the Rays today. I forget his name, but he's not bad. But he's not. Is he a starter? Yeah, but he's good. not a. You never know. Because, like, Bundy was on a team where it was like. I'm not worried about Bundy. He, he just keeps doing what he does. He's not the Kershaw or a. Yeah, a Bauer, but he is just consistent. He helps his team. And he gives that, up some, but man, he is just that he deal, goes out there and plays baseball. That whole deal, the Bauer deal, just so over it. here. Well, one thing it. I want actually, oh, I didn't want to talk about that fucking asshole because I'm not. At, at the beginning of all this, like the winter meetings, I w- was kind of like, all right, maybe Angels kind of need yeah. him. I don't want him. I just don't like his personality. I don't like how fucking cocky he is. But that kind of kick. Is something I think the Angels might need, but I'm kind of glad we didn't sign up. Did you see how much he's getting? Four hundred. No, it's a hundred. No. Oh no, I'm thinking hundred million. Yeah, sorry. Three years, and one of those this year, this first year, he's gonna be the top pitch, at least pitcher. He's getting forty million dollars to pitch one season. There's a problem with this. Fuck that, dude. There's a problem with this. He. The Dodgers have Kershaw, Price. Um, oh, it's scary now. It, they have three aces. Kershaw, Price, and who am I forgetting? There's another pitcher, and I can't remember who it is. I don't want to know. But <laughs> I sure hope he brings his A game because he played against one of the weakest divisions. Well, I was reading some statistics. One of the weakest divisions. Like, what? 
uh, West Coast National. National Bauer, West. yeah, he played some of, against some of the weakest divisions oh, in previous. Bru- oh, like gotcha. Pirates were awful. The Brewers yeah, didn't and then do well. One of the reasons he got this big contract because he's coming off a Cy Young win for yeah. the shortest season in Major League Baseball. Yeah, like, come on, dude, against some of the weakest teams. And so just the way he was just towing these, toying with these teams, yeah. on signing him and all this. Jerk. I don't know. And then, do you know how much the Dodgers are? Their payroll is this year. How much? What's the? What is it? Two hundred and fifty million dollars. That's how much they're paying their players this this That's season. Crazy. That's that shouldn't happen. I hate it shouldn't. That. It and really that's coming shouldn't. from a guy from a big market team. The Angels are kind of a, technically a big market team, and yeah. we've paid way too much for players sometimes other than Trout. Trout, Trout is in a different world. He, he can have my firstborn. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he can, have, you, he can have whatever he wants. But he... Uh, the, it's just it needs to be like the NFL. Yeah, we need to control a little bit of this because it's it's a lot. Brady doesn't of get money. I don't think he gets paid that much. I know in previous years I've heard that like when he was with the Patriots that he would take a pay cut because he wanted better players behind him and they have a cap like yeah. they can only spend so much and so like little smaller teams can have a chance. I don't know. I know. I hope. Th- I hope. The Angels do well this year. I'm kind of glad again that they didn't get Bauer just because I was, you know, I kind of wanted him. And then I like I learned who he is and how he is off the field. I'm like, this guy's just gross. I don't need him. The the politics and and stuff. And I don't know how he's going to last on the Dodgers either because the Dodgers have like they have attitude. Those I thought he was going to go to the Padres. I I think he's going to get I think he's going to get bopped around a little by that team. All right. Enough of him. Yep. All right, let's get into your doc. All right, Heaven's Gate, um, the Cult of Colts. It's on HBO if you have HBO Max. Um, four part um, docu series. Four parts. Four part. Yeah. So about forty five minutes each or so. Um, directed by J. Clay Tweel. I don't know who that is. That sounds like a fake name. <laughs> it does. It's like Mr. Megorium. Um, the soundtrack sound is great. Um, you know, ambient noise like they usually have on all these documentaries. Yeah. Like like this? Mm-hmm. This is it, isn't it? No, it's not. It's is uh, Lorne. Oh, yeah, Lorne. Yeah, this is pretty figured, much what it's like. I figured it'd be like nice, creepy music yeah. in the background. And so if you're not familiar with Heaven's Gate, go back and listen to our cult episode first off. But I'll give you the gist. It's um, essentially a cult who followed these leaders, T and Doe. Um, who claimed to be aliens from outer space that would come, that would you know rescue their followers, take them in a ship, and go to the heavenly Father? Um, so they believe this, and this documentary does what a lot of other documentaries and like stories I've read about this haven't done. They made you empathize with the followers. Because yeah, it's kind of sad. It, they manipulated them. These people, they were weak. They were, were weak minded, right? Um, but some of them. I'll call them stupid. Well, <laughs> and this is the thing in the documentary a lot of them were actually. Right. Like, had master's degrees, right, had like do doctorate, that. whatever. But the problem is, is they were looking for something new. And these people invited them in. They weren't violent. They weren't like. They weren't these outright evil people right off the bat. Right. Um, nor do I think they ever were to these people because even after the fact, they still had people who 
believe in them. Like the two, some of the survivors, they talk on that, that like they're alive today and everything. And they're like, yeah, I still, I still believe it. Um, I wish I could have been there with them. And it's just like, oh my God, the amount. Isn't of, one of them name is something weird. I remember him. There's a guy. Yeah, one something Odie, Dodie. They all had like nicknames. Yeah. It's like his call to fame is he survived. And it's, Kate. it just, it. It's so sad how like these cults and it happens everywhere. It happens within religion, um, major religion, you know, um, evangelism everywhere. Um, all religions. If if people are pushed so far into something, they'll do whatever. And um, it's not on the scale of Jonestown because it wasn't Jonestown wasn't on U.S. soil, but the Heaven's right. Gate was the largest mass suicide on. US soil. U.S. soil. Believe it or not, Jonestown happened in South America, and that was 905 people that died all at once. This was 39. Um, really, really sad because there's some, you know, um, sons and daughters of the people who ended up dying and they just explained like they, they were such loving people. They loved me. They, um, but they said my religion, my cult comes first basically. And so it's really sad how quickly a mind can be bent to somebody's will. I'm in the middle of Doom Patrol and I just watched the episode where God, I'm getting real confused with that show. We'll talk about it's it. It's crazy, yeah. Up. But no, I'm not like in a bad in a bad way. I'm not liking it. Um Mr. Nobody, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the main god guy. Yeah. He makes the, the chief go back in time or something with uh, the multi I don't know they're in a psych ward and she's starting a cult and they yeah they zoom, go back they, in they time they zoom out and it's a couple of the patients and the guy's like or yeah one of the guys like oh this is this seems like a good cult and the other guy's like yeah the last the last way I ran were really bad but this one was like really good and I was yeah. like that's okay. that's pretty good it is <laughs> just to show how it's not I shouldn't have said stupid I mean in, in a sense maybe but naive. Yeah. I think that's a better word. Well, yeah, and and no matter how much education you have, it just goes to show that anybody can be manipulated. So MAGA people. Yeah. <laughs> I know smart people, yeah. Very yeah. smart people. And I don't, you know, uh, I don't agree, but at the same time, you know, cult, I love yeah. them. But um this whole situation and we kept actually turning it back to the to the like trumpism basically like we were like oh my gosh it's so So q and more q and than anything q and on q and on q and q canon q and on um we we kind of compared it to that like it's it's crazy and some of the things they believed and you know what i bet you uh, the best medicine for these heaven's gate people and q and on people I think you just gotta kill them with kindness and love. Yeah. These people just, I think, just need love. They're not, they're just reaching for stuff well, that they don't have, and it's just. And it's, if, it's if I can, po- if I can posit this, um, if I can kind of, kind of put this in there, um, being a student and going to school full time, um, all the way through my master's degree and doing an accelerated program while working and everything, you get stressed and there are days when you get depressed and there are days when you feel terrible and something like this that gives you hope might be like okay i buy into it because it gives me hope right right right. um 
and you don't know what you're capable that like that's what one of the sociologists said like you you might be sitting there being like these stupid people or whatever but she's like yeah but if you're there and you you know you may think i wouldn't do that but you'd be surprised and i think um the writing and the direction and the way they presented these people like it opened my eyes to another perspective like to how it felt to be kind of lured in by this cult and mm. that's what this is all about i don't want to like spoil too much because there's some really cool stuff that you don't really hear about on the you know the mainstream level of the story mm. um i would go watch it. it's worth a watch cult of cults it's on hbo max i mean we're all stuck in quarantines so go watch Let me ask it, you a question know? If you had something in what's what's something in your life that if you were that naive, you'd maybe be a cult, a cult member of would it be thrice? Would you be a cult member <laughs> for thrice? Like like a band, like following I a think, band. I think if me, my mind would probably be angels. I mean, I already have a tattoo, a huge tattoo. Oh, I get leg. what you mean. Um, it doesn't have to be a band, but something that if it was so radical that you would follow as a cult. Oh, it's so that's I mean, so hard. I don't know. Being a diehard baseball fan, it's almost cultish, but um, dude, I think you're gonna say. Th- I mean, I think I, I think I'm well, like for you or twice. like some kind of video game thing or technology type vinyl. thing. Vinyl. There you go. <laughs> that vinyl it. cult. <laughs> the vinyl. The cult of vinyl. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. Definitely. Um. So I gave. I overall thought they accomplished what they set out for. The emotional impact. We is, need to rewrite this movie scale for docs because it's kind of hard yeah hard to do with uh, the movie one it or is. scrutiny scales um the emotional impact was the strongest part of this i i felt so bad for these people after um i mean they made their own choice and they say that in the documentary like the kids of the victims like they made their choice they were happy with what they did so i can't be so angry at them but i feel so bummed for people who like are in that vulnerable place and get sucked in to the point of you can't return there's no return um and they were pressured into it you could see in the exit in the exit that's what they called it when they died the exit interview they were all like they it almost looked scripted like they didn't want to do this oh they were like I remember seeing some clips of some those. of them were like crying. Uh, some of them, I remember some being them being very happy. Some of them it. were, but yeah. some of them were like you oh. could tell they didn't fully want to go into it. But um, I gave it an eighty. Um, it's worth a watch. Um, I good. love documentaries, so this this was a great thing. It's great when it's something that it kind of segues into what I'm what I'm going to review. Is it's it's great when it's something that you already know, like Tiger Woods, and then you can like unravel that onion even more. Yeah. But even something that you have no clue on, like Heaven's Gate, like you had an idea, but you're not like a big fan of something that you had no clue about. And yeah. now you're kind of a semi-expert after sure. an yeah, hour and a half. It's, you know? it's cool. I like it. So, yeah, so you watched Tiger. Yeah. Tiger. Just named Tiger. It's an HBO original uh, docuseries. Um, just two episodes. Um, they're about I think like an hour long each. Um, with recent uh, sports documentaries, which I want you to watch, The Last Dance. Yeah, we're gonna watch that this we'll year. We'll do that because I want to watch it again. It's it's really long. It's like eight parts or something, maybe more than that. Um, but in that vein, it's it's a little bit like that. Not as not as well done. Excuse me, coffee burps. Um. Yeah, so it just follows Tiger's whole life um, up to right now. He's not involved in it. 
Um, I even heard he said he doesn't like it. He's, I guess he watched it and came out saying he doesn't like it. Um, but I don't, it's not bad. It actually informed me on some stuff like with his past, like the bad parts of his life that I had some pre, what do you call it? Pre, pre like, uh, what's the word? Presumptions, I yeah, guess. I guess. And it was, I've learned a lot more about it and I don't, I've, I feel like I said, like what you said with those people felt yeah. bad for him, but starts off young. His dad, you could, I mean, his dad has already been notorious of being the ultimate father, making their son dedicated and just yeah. only do this. I'm trying to think, wasn't Michael Jordan really, his dad was kind of, well, I know Michael Jackson was one of that's those a good people. One. Um, the Williams sisters. They're actually yeah. making a movie about that. Will Smith's going to be their play their dad of like them growing up. That looks interesting. Um, so, yeah, his dad is just. But the other thing is that they talk about was his mom was maybe just as much like very involved, maybe not in the, yeah. the actual physicals of golf, but in his life determining what he does. His mom was just as guilty as <laughs> his dad. But the argument could be is they made the greatest golfer possibly one of the greatest athletes of all time so who's who's really at fault or to blame yes he has his faults but man it's incredible what this guy has accomplished coming from that and then becoming like the best of the best i mean every golfer ever that's played with him will say yeah he's just the things he can do on with a ball and a club is just insane of of course he's made mistakes like everybody has just different right yeah. so well i mean phil mickelson's pretty pretty i think he might jack asked. nicholson no phil mickelson oh mickelson he, i thought you said jack nicholas it was the go is the other golfer yeah um <laughs> no it's because uh, yeah because but uh, phil has mentioned a few times because he was coming up with the same time as tiger yeah. although tiger everyone knew tiger was going to be tiger phil was really good and tiger was going after him he didn't want Phil to have the spotlight as much as he did, and I like Phil Nicholson. He's like one of he's known as like the lefty because he's one of, he's one of the few guys that golf's left. And uh, I, I I I wouldn't mind seeing a Phil doc. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but anyways, Tiger, yeah. I mean, it follows him from when he was on. I think Johnny Carson as like a three year old using his little putter and plastic golfs. His dad went on there, and he was already good at that time. And <laughs> They should. They open up the whole show with that, and um, just every day, golf, golf, golf. They even mentioned about he had a girlfriend at the time. She was actually very involved with. They they interview her and how they show video, home video, and photos of Tiger letting loose because she even said like his golf with his parents were just so strict that he yeah. needed a release, and that like you could tell a difference. And um, one time he was coming home from college and he came home early to stay over with his girlfriend and didn't tell his parents and his parents found out and they went like ape shit and it's not confirmed but it's basically that he and then he wrote a letter to his girlfriend breaking up with them breaking up with her and it was blaming her to like blaming her for twisting his mind and the last few years have been even you know all this stuff but it was like you could tell his parents made him break up with his girlfriend because he lied to them about Jeez. yeah just that kind of stuff um and then yeah then it gets into the crazy stuff with um vegas and gambling with michael jordan and charles barkley and the girls and the you know prostitutes in vegas and Man. started catching up with him and then 
and what's crazy is too is he has like the, one of the hottest wives i forget her name but she, it's the, beautiful it's right beautiful i mean yeah. just cool too she she's like a cool chick and um it, i mean it's 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 that fame and complex it's, and you i think know? everyone knows he had a substance problem but i don't think they understood why he had some really bad Trauma, yeah. uh, bad back problems he had surgery and people were counting him out and then he came back and I don't know I just I felt bad for the guy he's no matter what his transitions transgression transgressions I can't still can't say the word um I always loved Tiger I always be a fan I, I I had the pleasure of seeing him play about three times up in uh, LA at the LA Open and man uh, when my dad. Uh, what does he call it? He calls it a. I forget. He calls this thing where you set up some like ahead of someone. You go to like the putting green. Yeah. You wait for Tiger to come to you, or you go to the five or a, a par five and you wait for them to hit the drivers. And so we would um, not the gallery. That's what you call the gallery, but a fairway. My dad has like know. a funny a, a name for what you call it. And we would wait for Tiger and John Daly, these big dudes, to come up with their drivers on a par five and just let loose and god i mean i cannot describe the the, the sound Power and the, the sound. you feel it in the chest and you see the ball fly 300 yards it's just incredible it's just incredible it's so. funny i've never never been into golf like and that's something that's all i get it yeah but i i feel like any you know like baseball is kind of i feel like a lot of people who play baseball like appreciate right golf as well and yeah i I think the same with golf you gotta play it to appreciate it and Mm -hmm. when people say oh baseball's boring yeah it is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue that it is yeah it's like a chess match and if you don't get it that's your fault it's not baseball's fault baseball's been around for 100 years almost 200 years same with golf i know it's boring but if you don't get it and baseball watch soccer a lot of the experience of like a, a game like and i don't know if it's the same with golf but a lot of the experience with baseball is the actual experience of being there in in yeah, the field true. and the beer same with and hockey. all the like hockey all on that. TV is just not the same. Yeah. I I I think hockey live is better than baseball live. I'll say. Oh yeah, Sorry. for sure. Sorry baseball. Um I'll I'll get through this. It's I gave it a 70 overall on my scrutiny scale, which is pretty good. It yeah. was it was it was good. It wasn't great like the last dance, but I learned some stuff that I'm also a fan of of golf so I'm, I'm kind of biased but yeah it's not bad so if you got hbo go check it out. i will for sure i definitely suggest go watch the last dance first and then go watch tiger mm-hmm. but, all right so let's get into our greatest pop punk band with <laughs> jordan as singer let me change the music let's put some newfound on man i know it's kind of nerdy but we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta hear his voice to really you know we've all been figuring like, out this band well the really cool thing about um like pop punk oh, okay. I would hope they have a essential album and wh- when we Classic. say pop punk when we say like emo and all that it kind of we're talking about musicians that bridge like multiple know, genres got, yeah. here oh I have some that are multiple so we're gonna do a draft cause um <laughs> it's like the NCAA type thing we yeah. were talking about that earlier and uh, I'll let the ladies go first so for the first round ladies me yeah I'm not a lady. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Maybe I am. Uh, um, I'll, I'll let you have the first pick. for. Dr- we'll do drums first. For, for, so first drummer. First drummer. Uh, Paul Kohler from Silverstein. All right. Silverstein. OK. 
Okay. And I'm going to go with Jack. I don't know his last name from Four Year Strong. Jack. Jackson. Jack Jackson. Did I do too many? I guess I did too many. Maybe. You might have. I guess I did. One second. Good podcast. Great radio. Uh, we got good newfound glory behind us. All right, so yeah, I'm just going to put Silverstein. Very strong. Okay, and what's your next one? My other one is Dan Trapp from Census Fail. Is he still in the band? He was, and he recorded on, I think he helped with the new record. So no, yeah, he left and then came back. Right? He, well, kind of. I don't know if he tours. He'll do the tour, but he recorded on the new one, I think. And then my fourth one is going to be Tony Thaxton from Motion City Soundtrack. Ooh, nice. So, <coughs> should we do them all and then come back, or we should just do drums and figure it out now? Let's just do the drums. We're yeah. going to talk about. It. All right, so let's do Silverstein. Who's what's this guy's name? Uh, Paul Kohler. Paul versus Jackson from Four Years Strong. Let's debate this. You gotta go with Four Years Strong. I know it's your your dude, but um, Silverstein's not really pop punk. I know they're technical. He's a good drummer. They. Here's the thing, the reason why I chose them. They do have pop punky songs. True. A lot of them, actually. Um, and then he he bridges such a gap. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Pop punk, soft, slow, melodic type deal. That could work well. But, well, uh, that's not going to be in pop punk. But Jordan? Maybe. And it's going to be hard to like, because we're all both bringing someone. Yeah, I know, right? But come on, we're just strong. I'll go for your strong because it matches the. It matches. Of, yeah, it totally matches. <laughs> just a little bit of four yeah. year strong. I saw you on that. Little Auntie Donna's. In um, there. All right, so next one Dan from uh, Census Fail and Motion City Soundtrack. Dan is a very good and technical drummer, and he uses a lot of like catchy beats. I wish this was Sil- the Silverstein guy versus Motion City. That would be a better one because. <clears throat> or Dan versus Four Year Strong. Um. I don't know. He's really good, really talented guy. I think the way we should do it is one of us gets to pick one side. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Four Year Strong side. I'm gonna go with Census Fail. And you're gonna Census Fail. Now we got to argue Census Fail versus Four Year Strong. Now, here's here's the thing. I will have to agree with Four Year Strong because it's he's he is a little bit more diverse in terms of like, you know, what he does. Breakdowns. He's, and he's got that hardcore. You kind but of, it's, Dan pop Trapp pop really does is like some, hardcore music with major notes in it. Dan major. Trapp does do some things on his drums that I'm like, I don't know how you're playing that right now. That's crazy. But I think we're going for your strong. I'll go with for your strong too. Jackson for your strong. All right, so let's do uh, lead guitar. Lead guitar. Um, I got uh, got Tepe from Thrice. Of course you did. Because he's awesome and he can play pretty much any type of riff. He played like pop punky back in the illusion oh, I do not, days. I do not doubt that. his. I will say the word genius. I'm gonna say he's that. He's awesome. Man. I'll say that with him. I'm gonna go for your strong again, Dan. I'm not okay. going to Alan because <clears throat> we'll get into the argument in a second. But I'm gonna go with that. So what's um, your next one? Heath Saracino. That's a cool, cool name. From where? Midtown. He played for Senses Fail for a minute. Oh, okay. He was on Still Searching because that guy rips. He completely rips, and it's 
catchy could go with you know any type of music okay i'm gonna go with jordan buckley from every time i die Ooh, ooh, right heavy okay well it's pump, i think pump. jordan might like that a little more too because it's heavy so let's just get this <laughs> lead out of the way um I went first, so which side do you want to pick? I'm going to have to say the Midtown side, and I think Midtown. Okay. I'm going for you strong. Sorry, Tepe. That's fine. So Dan versus, uh, what's the guy's name? The cool name? Um, uh, Saraceno. He. Whatever. I'll put Midtown. I'm not posting this photo because I'm just dribbling. Or- yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, I got the coffee shakes, too. All right, so Midtown Dude versus Dan. Um, I know I'm still being biased for a strong. I don't know this guy. That's the problem. It's like I know that he's been in these awesome. Was he like one of the original members of Midtown? Yeah, it's pretty good pop. He's band. very, very talented. Very good at writing riffs, um, catchy riffs too, and they're bright. They're not like always dark. Well, I'll say that with for a strong too. Mm-hmm. This is the lead. Yeah. Is he a good lead guy? Yeah, very good. Very good. Well, what do you think about Dan, though? Yeah, kind of quiet on Dan over there. He's good. I'm also, oh, here's the other thing with Dan. He can bring the, the, the singing element with Jordan. He's got great backing so vocals. So does he, actually. Very good backing vocals. Extremely good backing vocals. Live, too. I've heard him live. You, 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 feel, you feel pretty solid with this guy? I'm pretty solid with this guy. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. You see, I don't know him, but you seem... He's great. You seem more enthusiastic than the guy from Four Years Strong. <laughs> you sure? All yeah. Right, we're going to give it to him. All right, and I'll go why. I still don't know his name. What's his name? Uh, Heath Saraceno. You'll, Heath. Yeah, you'll see, you'll see why. Okay. Okay. All right. Rhythm. Rhythm. I got Ryan Key, which is kind of Ooh. cheating. Shit. I didn't even think about fuck. That's a good one, man. He's got. I it's think kind he of a, won that It's one. kind of cheating, but mine's kind of cheating too. Because he's played with Newfound before. I mean, yeah, he is. Oh, was, we'll he just go, it's just so good. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Jordan's listening to this part. I didn't want to ask him, but I do want to know. Like, why isn't he just the next jamming new, the, out the new member of Four Years Strong? Or well, I mean, because he, he, he is yellow like, card, you know. Yeah, but bring his writing elements into yeah. that. <laughs> it's fun. Just be. Me being fanboy. Um, but yeah, Ryan, Ryan Key would be one of mine. That's a good one, man. He just fits so well with them, too. All right, like, I'm going to go with <laughs> Adam D from Kill Switch Engage. Oh, he, that's, remember, we talked, what was it? My my Bloody Valentine, was it? Was that who? What? Was that who uh, Jordan mentioned in the interview? Was No, Adam. I don't think he's in that. Bloody Valent. No, but I mean, like, it fits in that realm of, like, heavy. Oh, I, I don't know if I'm thinking. I of see the, what you're saying. I don't okay. know if I'm thinking of the right band. I might be mistaking the band. No, they're they're more emo. Like, Kills yeah. more metal. Yeah. Um. All right. So what's your next one? Actually, Alan Day. <laughs> and this is why. I, I don't know. what They're both rhythm. So I kind of cheated. Like, they both play rhythm. They I both actually, play lead, right? I think technically Dan Alan is more. I think Alan is actually technically lead. But he does rhythms they, too. Yeah. yeah. They, they do these looks together that's it's kind of a mash. This is gonna be a hard one though. I didn't want to put Alan because I didn't want my whole yeah. thing to that's be. That's why I said no to Dan. Okay. All right. Yeah. Alright, so first one, Ryan Key versus uh Adam D. I'm gonna Ryan. Go Ryan. Ryan. I'm sorry, that's a that's a good one, man. Alright. Um Alan versus Oh, I didn't say my last one. Uh, is um Justin 
Perrier something uh, from Motion City Soundtrack. So it's got this lead singer uh, rhythm. I think that's okay. So their voices would work really well together. Not so. So Alan versus that guy. Alan versus Justin. Justin for sure. Just because he has the like. Even though Alan does like his voice will. I think ultimately um, it's a little up there. Yeah. Does the other uh, the Heath guy is his voice lower? It's kind of lower, right, like mid range. Good, because we don't have we don't want to have three high, you know. Yeah. Harmonies, so we'll go with uh, Justin. So Ryan Key versus Justin. Who? Um, Ryan. I think I think you nailed it. I I Ryan. I'm such an idiot for not even but thinking about him. It's cheating because he's already played. You're it right, but, but yes. that's a good. You're, yeah. All right. And like I said, I want Ryan Key to be the next member of Fort Worth. You're saying Fort Strong. He's, He's a live member. It's cool. All right, so Ryan He's wins played that live with right. them. The best for last, bass player. What's, um, your, uh, what's your first? Uh, Mark Hoppus. <sighs> All right, so my first one was Mark as well. Um, so I'm not the change mom. So he I'll, goes. I'm gonna no, go he with, goes directly to the middle. Then we both pick. We both. That's a good it. one. Okay. Yeah. I, but if I had to choose one, I'd probably have to choose Joe from Fort Worth Strong. But I'd still choose Mark. So Mark, Mark magically goes to the. Uh, well, no, he doesn't because I have another basis. I know, but the championship. He's gonna. Okay, yeah. Go, go whoever our next okay. two are. So what's your other one? My other one is Sean Cooper from Taking Back Sunday. Ooh. Very, very good basis. That's a good one, man. I like Taking Back Sunday. I didn't a lot. even think about those guys. I think I might have to because my my next one's kind of a joke, but I I still Who's stand by guy? this guy as as the whole band are great musicians. Um. Sam Rivers from Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I will as much fun as they get. Those guys individually, yeah, they're talented. Those guys people. are incredible. And Fred Durst, those guy was a lyricist, man. Can't give too much. Did <laughs> it all for the nookie. So um, <laughs> Sam Rivers, Limp Biscuits, but it's a joke. I'm gonna have to go. You're taking back Sunday. It's like that's a great choice. Yeah. Well, there was two different taking back Sunday bass players. He's low. I think he's the most recent. He's been in the band the, more recently. There was the original one, and then he left, and then they got a new one, and then the original guy came yeah, back. Yeah, that's and, the guy, okay. the original guy. Okay. I'm going to go with you with that one. So TBS versus uh, Blink-182. Blink. Oof. Mark. But just, see, hold on, though. Let me just... I know Mark's great, and he's like the grandfather of pop punk. We already got a lot of backing vocals. And need, now that I think Mark? of it, yeah, and now that I think of it, he would be mis, almost misused because there's going to be so much going on on stage. He's going to outshine. Yeah, or no, maybe not outshine. Everyone's going to think he's the lead singer, of the, yeah. like the leader of the band. And it's yeah. Jordan. That's it's all about Jordan on this one. And uh, and like the s- two singers as well. Like, and I think the guy from Taken Back does some backing vocals, but it's not like for your strong type stuff. It's just like to add. So, I'd say Sean Cooper. Take it back Sunday. Take it back Sunday. All right. Little emo. That's a in good there. band, man. They're a great band. So we got uh uh what was the guy from Sensville? Uh Heath Saracino. No. From Snow, oh, the Dan- drummer. Dan Trap. But we didn't choose him. Oh, that's right, you're right. We chose uh Jackson for a strong. That's right. We got Jackson on drums, uh your guy Heath on guitar, Ryan Key on guitar, and Nice. T- what's the CBS guy's name? Uh Baba Sean Cooper. Sean Cooper. Sounds like a snowboarder. I guess I'm thinking of Sean. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Sean White. Um good Boom. band. That's a great band. That was fun. I want I want to do a little nerdy more. about it, but I also yeah. want to do this with uh movies where we like recast like a classic yeah, movie. Of course. With like maybe new act like a reboot. I don't or and I don't know how much 
Jordan would agree with the lineup, but uh, I think he'd be okay <laughs> with it. Kind of what we came up with. He probably, I mean, he knows Ryan. And you know one I forgot. And they've definitely toured before he's strong. Does, does would he know? They probably, they probably play some Maybe shows with Midtown. Maybe Fail or Midtown. Because yeah. they were a. Was Midtown a drive through? Yeah. yeah, and Sense Fail too. So he probably but knows the all these only guys. other thing that I was thinking, um, one that we kind of left out that was really hard for me not to put in there, but because this guitarist is also a lead vocalist, is Anthony Ranieri from Bayside. Bayside's incredible. His voice um, is too new, you, too unique though. Yeah, he fits as like the singer. I would. I would want to do another band, like figure out another band behind that. Yeah, that's a different. And it would kind be a voice. little bit different style too, because yeah, Bayside's kind of more rock and rolly, yeah. sort of. We'll do this. We'll do this again. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, everyone, stick around for our big interview with Jordan Pundick. Pundick. Um, it's this is. I want to thank everyone listening to for for letting us have like this is a big deal for us this is one of our you know bigger interviews and it's it's because of you guys listening and and for you getting tattooed Corey. i appreciate that yeah you're the one that got it one just an awesome all-around just really cool dude Um, absolutely it has a lot we had there's so much we wanted to do but we wanted to keep it short and sweet so that you know we could we can get enough in there we would have talked for you know hours if we could but yeah keep it short and we'll have them i mean we're trying to convince them to come back already so (laughs) yeah uh i want to go out actually we talked about this song with Um, the music video or no one second (laughs) this is great pod everybody yeah it is um you can check us out at so so scrutiny.com uh the so so scrutiny podcast on instagram and facebook Individuals are the Stocksy and Robert Arthur Maine. And we're still waiting for somebody to hit us up with the, uh, you know, the, the secret code word that we put into the DJ Rawstar episode that you should listen to so that we can give you a bunch of free stuff. Oh, oh, here it is. And there might be a couple of extra surprises in there, but if you would please do it. So we can give away this stuff. Yes. What is this song called? Forget my name. <laughs> there we go. Out. There we go. All right, buddy. Stick around. See you guys yep. later. See you. Before you forget my And welcome back to So So Scrutiny. I'm your host, Corey, and got Robert. And we have our special guest, Jordan Pundick. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> thanks for being on, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. Yeah, so Corey well, and I. Yeah. Yeah, Corey, yeah, you, Corey, I was say. yeah you, you and Corey have a back. You guys have been tattooing for a while, right? Mm-hmm. You have three, Corey? Yeah, I have three Pundick originals, <laughs> for sure. Um <laughs> The last one That's was awesome. super important. Um, I got a kind of embryo tattoo because, you know, my wife and I are uh, went through IVF and everything. And that's the last tattoo I got. It's super good. I'll p- make sure to post some pictures after. Oh, the, absolutely. Yeah. We'll tag you and everything. <laughs> yeah. It healed all right and everything. Yeah. Looks great. What are the uh, other yeah. two? The other Smooth. two, one of them is a skeleton hand holding like a coffee cup because super into coffee we are drinking coffee right now too <laughs> yeah and then 
Oh my gosh, a Green Day tape. There you go. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. And all like yeah, I remember like it was all uh little nineties sort of squares and triangles and stuff, right? In the background. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. So let's get into the uh we'll get into the band stuff in a little bit, but since we're talking yeah. about tattooing, how long have you been tattooing? Well, um, so I apprenticed in 2011 to about 2012, and I lived in Nashville when I did that. Um, I helped my friend Ian White, who is amazing. Um, I love the guy. He's still a good friend of mine to this day. And I was friends with him before I even apprenticed with him because he used to, he would tour with some bands. He, he used to live in Ohio, and he was friends with the Hawthorne Heights guys. And I'd met him on Warp Tour many years ago when Casey was still alive. Um, and he was on their bus tattooing them. And then few, several years later, fast forward to Bayside going on tour with us. And he was tattooing the Bayside guys on their bus when they were on tour with us. And I would just, you know, just talk to him about tattooing and art and stuff. And he's like, he's like, man, if you ever want to learn, come to Nashville. So I picked up all my stuff and moved my wife and myself and my two-year-old at the time to Tennessee and learn how to tattoo. And then I've just been doing it on and off, you know, like, more now, obviously, because I can't go on tour. So. Yeah, yes. that's real bummer. Um, and that's the and, and tattooing's hard, man. It's like it's really hard. It's um, you got to really do it all day long, every day to get, you know, like those crazy like Polish guys you see on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we have a we have a close friend we went to high school with, Michael Blackstone, and he did the same thing. He went bus to bus with like the Devil Wears Prada guys and mm-hmm. yeah. did work tour. And the same thing, man. If he was only tattooing, if he had some downtime, he would tattoo us. Like, hey, what do you, what do you guys want? We'll do we'll do something in the, the apartment and stuff. So that's how yeah. you do it. So shout out to Blackstone, yeah. dude. He's an amazing tattoo artist. Cool. Um, he's like totally original. Um, <clears throat> cool. So obviously now not touring, kind of a bummer. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're doing a lot more tattooing. Is that where, where do you kind of base that out of? Um, right now it's with my friend Kelly um, in his private studio uh, in Orange County in Santa yeah, Ana. You don't get too specific. Yeah, that was that <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah, it was super cool. Like when I found out you were tattooing and I had actually we had actually met before at Joe Marlette's studio. Oh, it was, right. yeah. we, we were down in San Diego. I, we we're shooting. Some, they were shooting some kind of like promotion thing for them. Yep. Um, yep. And me and the guys were there, the Skylark dudes. And then you were there randomly. And I was like, hey, I know him. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Will was there. Uh, so that was really cool. We had just played with Phoenix TX, so he was like, "Hey, why don't you come down and do this little project thing?" And yeah, um, wait, was that the thing we recorded? I think we were like a cover song, right? I, I was that the re- same thing. I th- we were messing around in the recording oh, okay. room. I don't it, like we were just playing around with all the instruments, but I don't think we really like recorded anything. I think they were just like trying to promote because I think Joe was trying to do stuff like with his product, like. Pro- production yeah. company or something like that overseas yeah, yeah i had i had done one because joe was also teaching he was doing like a master class mm-hmm. kind of thing and he would have students come and they would go and record a song and then he would have his buddies that are in bands and stuff come and and the students would record would record us so like i so will and i actually went with a couple of other people and we recorded like a tears for fears cover <laughs> oh that's and the students cool. yeah and the students were the ones to like actually record and, and engineer it 
which is which is kind of fun. So we were probably <laughs> there for like the intro to that, like because I'm okay. sure you went a couple times, but we we just went over. He's like, I want people to look like they're like, you know, I want busy. yeah, busy, yeah. So it was really cool. He um, super cool guy. Met you there, and I remember distinctly being like, I like your pin. It was like a Dracula pin, and then you told okay. me. You were like, that's from, where was it from again? Your buddy that did like pins or something. Um, oh, uh, um, electric zombie maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. Was that it? I, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> Sounds about right. With yeah, that, yeah. And then from there, um, obviously the tattooing, but, um, yeah. yeah, your, your line work is amazing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's very simple. Um, it is. Do, are yeah. you, do you ever going to do like a bigger piece? Is that something you're. You want to plan nope. or is this just like this is your style and you want to stick it to it? Yeah, because I like I, I really like doing like I, I've been trying to do like more hand poke stuff. And I think like mm-hmm. the way I draw really like um, sort of showcases that, you know, yeah, um, I like I like keeping it simple, like black line work uh, yeah. and it's stress free. You know, it's like yeah. it's just something I like to do for fun and, and you know, and people like it. And so I don't know, I'm just going to keep doing it. And and it. I, I, uh, you know, all the stuff, all the artists that I follow and like the tattoos that I like it, is kind of in a similar vein. So like, that's why I, I try to do it myself. Like, I like that hand behind you, Robert. Oh, thank you. It's like, a, that's it's like, a, it's a thrice, it's a thrice blanket. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it looks like something I would. It just looks like something I would tattoo. It does. Yeah, yeah actually, honestly, it does. Yeah, super cool. Well, that's rad, yeah, yeah. man. Maybe one day I'll. I've, I have. I've been dying to get a tattoo. It's been probably five, maybe ten years. I don't know. It's been a, too wild for me. So I need to save some money up. Uh, let's move on. To, let's move on to another. Uh, I know uh, thing to your heart. Uh, coffee, big coffee fan. Oh yeah. We're drinking, uh, I don't know if, I, I know you're kind of in the Orange County area. This is kind of far from you, but we go to this local place called Coffee Code. We'll give them a okay. shout out. It's yeah, it's some awesome. of the best coffee I've ever had. And what, it's, what city is it in? It's on um, Buena Park, like uh, okay. Buena Park, Anaheim area. It's like but Patty it's Corner to uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. It's oh, like okay. right by you know where that is. So shout out yeah. to that. Uh, what, what are some uh, coffee places that you like to do? I mean, I got to like shout out my boys, the, the Dark Horse guys. Yeah, um, we need to get some of that, Corey. Oh, it's, yeah! It literally—I had the best coffee I've ever had when I went down to. You're San talking Diego. like that with our coffee coat, yeah. man. Uh, yes. That's our homeboys too, man. <laughs> All right, but I haven't. Hey. I, I gotta say, I haven't tried it, but I do. I do know the name, and I do want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> and they do a really—they do a really cool thing where they all their like, they have a lot of merchandise, and it's kind of. It's it's based on like band stuff, yeah. Right, I see a lot yeah. of bands promoting it and stuff, cool. which I love. So yeah, uh, good. That's how I um hooked up with those guys and became friends because they asked me to to draw stuff for their for their bags and stuff like that. Oh, and right on. So I did. Yeah, you got and some free coffee out of it. Do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to go to the grocery store because they're in like some of like the local grocery. Like a uh, there's a grocery store here called Fraser Farms, and there is like a they had some of their bags in there with my drawings on it. So it was cool to kind of see that in the store, you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious, I'm curious, you know, going to a coffee shop, a normal, regular day. What's your go-to drink? What do you order? Um, well, I'm, to be honest, I don't, and just not to sound like a, an old guy, but I've been like doing more, <laughs> more decaf lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're getting older too. I'm starting to yeah. feel, I'm getting ready to the jitters from drinking half of this Dude, cup of coffee. Well, I used to do like, I would do a cold brew in the morning or I'd make a pot of coffee at home or like a pour over at home. And then 
one o'clock would roll around and be like, man, I need a cold brew. So I'd go get a cold <laughs> brew and then I'd be like all shook up till like four. And I'd be like, man, I need another, I need to get another cold get brew like before, before sound check, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then so like, and so I just wasn't going to bed at a normal time because the caffeine takes eight hours to get out of your system. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just, yeah. So I'm trying to see like, if it helped, like if cutting it back, obviously would help with like anxiety and stuff. So, yeah, I hear you. I hear oh you. yeah. I'd, right there with you. Like too much of the, I go straight for the pour over and that, when that hits you, you get. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually yeah. like an ice Americano guy, but I went with it. It's kind of <laughs> overcasty and cold over here in Orange County. And I went over the, over the pour over as well. It's delicious. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out, shout out to coffee coat. Yeah. <laughs> and dark horse. And I love like sometimes I'll well for a while when I was like doing sort of um, I don't know what to call it like uh, just checking out different shops on tour and stuff I would go and try their cold brew and I try their espresso so I get a shot of espresso suck that down and then I get a cold <laughs> brew to go <laughs> when I was doing like my research there you go it's like going into yeah. a bar getting a shot and a beer from the local <laughs> yeah. You know, distilleries yeah I hear you um, yeah. curious um, has newfound. Uh, ever done a coffee or do are they planning on to doing a coffee like with dark coast no we did like a because of my connection when we because we started a thing in tennessee called breakfast and um yeah and it's a festival that we need it starts at eight eight in the morning (laughs) and it's a it's pretty fun. It, it ended seemed, like it five. seemed early, but like the the lineup and stuff you guys had planned was like worth getting up for. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. very jealous of the people out there. It was out in Tennessee. Yeah, it's in, yeah. in Franklin, Tennessee, and um, we get like a cereal bar going, and we have like local spots <laughs> come and awesome. ca- like do food <laughs> and Perfect. get involved. We get you know involved with all the, the community there, and um, so Love Dark it. Horse and us did a. Uh, we were giving out free um, like little, I guess few ounces of a uh, whole bean and it was the breakfast blend okay um so that was pretty fun that was like the only thing though like we've ever done like nothing that you could buy in stores really it was just more for that thing well if you did but, yeah. Corey and i would drink that shit oh yeah regardless. for sure yeah <laughs> I might, we like that kind of stuff i might still have a box of it somewhere but it might be expired <laughs> uh, yeah uh let's, since we're on nfg let's get into the band stuff uh because we're sorry to say we're total fanboys we totally grew up, <laughs> totally grew up with you and you know learned how to play guitar and bass from listening to you guys um seeing you multiple times um so we have a few, no, it's, you know, it's two band or fanboy questions, but, um, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I work in the film industry and I work on a lot of music videos. So one of my questions was, what was one of your favorite music videos to work on? And maybe one that was like really tough that you kind of remember. Mm. I think the toughest one was probably, um, doing, well, there's two. So the first one was when we did the don't let her pull you down video. Oh Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, we started filming at like midnight as opposed to like early uh, morning. Oh, I hate those overnights. So went, yeah, yeah, so it was like an overnight one, and that was really hard to do because you know I'm like in bed by nine o'clock. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that day, that, did, that, that day one, you had a lot of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know we wanted to look off, like real and nighttime and everything, but in like right. cheesy cheesy horror movie. But um. <laughs> So that was that was pretty tough. And then the other thing, when we did the Screen Your Stereo three, um, oh, yeah. we did all ho- home videos. Like so, we did it all ourselves, just one camera, and mm-hmm. we did a video for every song. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I <laughs> over the course brutal. of like yeah, for for how many songs there were, I can't remember, but 
I knew you. I, I like after I watched all those, I'm like, they should be. They must be exhausted from like yeah. doing all this. <laughs> yeah. But I've worked on a few vi- like days where we don't find out to the day of. Like, oh, we're doing a music video, but we're also doing two other videos. So we're doing three. It's like we're doing three videos in one day. It's like, oh yeah, it's it, it, it <laughs> takes it out of you for sure. <laughs> but what's yeah. what, what's one that was like really fun? Because I know I've been on a few sets that are really tiring, like those overnights. But some are like, man, that was like a, a long day, but it was really fun. Did you have any? Yeah. Ideas? Yeah. Um, I would say like the all downhill from here video was, was super fun because we got to dress up in like goofy costumes, but then also the whole thing was a green screen. So it was right. just us in this big studio and in front of a green screen. So it was like super easy. And, um, you, and did you have any idea what it was going to look like? Did they have like, I, yeah, we had like, like storyboard and some like sketches from the, from the animators and stuff like that. Yeah. So we kind of had, kind of had an idea, but yeah. nothing to what it, turned out to be like i had no idea it was gonna look the way it did and it was it was awesome i'd hope you said um, that. i love that music. yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a great music video um speaking of kind of like difficult you know difficult things that you've done the live stream you guys yeah. when you did that live stream the 40 song set and i know yeah. we talked about this like after at one point too like how is that like how, you you like yeah Dude. <laughs> yeah. I remember we talked about it a little bit, but, um, super awkward, you know, uh, and that, and for, for, and not only that, like we hadn't toured, like the, we, the last tour we did was last, not this November, but last November. Um, so it was a long time to not do anything. And then all of a sudden, here you go, like thrown into a studio with no crowd or no like adrenaline you know and you have to yeah. sing 40 songs um so i was just you know in my head the whole time and just thinking about my voice and then i knew like i wasn't singing well because that's all i was thinking about you know because i didn't have like a <laughs> i didn't have like the adrenaline or like the crowd interaction you know that's gonna be it the was, worst i i hear that from I comedians too the comedians yeah, hate it. like parking lot things it's just they don't it's, feel the same thing from looking at cars yeah and i mean yeah. 40 songs it's like that's I think that's the most I've ever seen. Is that the thing we have on the wall? Yeah, we do actually. I have the. See, we're fanboying right here. Bring it on. <laughs> I dude, I got it. What I'm it? like, I never put this stuff up, man. Oh but shoot! I got that's, the. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, and we we need our little studio needs some stuff, yeah. so definitely got that up. And because <laughs> it was so I memorable, I wanted to yeah. like shoot that out to you. Like it was, it was such a cool thing to do to your, like for your fan, not do to your, do for your fans. Yeah, for them. <laughs> um, and you know, you played all kinds of songs and it was awesome. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what the whole purpose was. I mean, it wasn't for me. It was for mm-hmm. like, for fan. I mean, yeah, it's great to make a little bit of extra income for, yeah. for that time, but obviously, but, <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, like that's how we, we've always just been about connecting, you know, with our fans Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so we always try to think of cool things to do. I mean, even if it sucks for us for the time for a minute, um, you know, like I get through it. Yeah. And it's, it it helps the, the common, you know, fan to get through it. Cause we see our, our favorite bands doing the same, like, all right, if they're getting through it, we can get through it and we can, we can help them get through it. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm sure so many artists are just hurting right now, which is with, with the lockdown and everything. It just, it's a bummer. But, um, and then yeah. also you did the, the Christmas special, which was super <laughs> cool. I loved it. Um, the wife <laughs> loved it. And we were, we were 
both musing about how we wished there was a DVD for it eventually <laughs> to make it like a little like yeah it should be an cool like thing. tradition thing because it was yeah. really really cool. Well, my goal is to hopefully finish out because there was some songs that we didn't get to finish recording yeah. be- by the time we were filming that thing. So my goal is to hopefully finish those songs out and then actually put it out on like a cool, re- like some sort of vinyl release during the next holiday season. Oh, you said the magic be- word to Corey, vinyl. <laughs> yeah, I have every vinyl. He's wasting all of his money on his, in his baby's college fund on, on every vinyl you put out. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Question, I have a question yeah, for you, especially great. with the 40, yeah. the 40 song uh, set list. Um, uh, how many how many songs do you like? I know that's a long one. How many songs do you guys usually play like in a normal headlining show? I'm curious. Um, it's about an it's hour, right? Hour and a half. Like hour and a half. Yeah, it's somewhere in the 20s range, like 22 songs maybe. So, so you guys have sorry, you have so many songs, so many years. How yeah. how do you choose and try to make you know uh, the fans, every fan happy? I know you're not gonna be able to. How yeah. Do you, how do you choose them? Um. Well, lately we've done like sort of like a polling thing. That's online. smart. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, that's smart. Like, like a let March them, Madness let, thing. Let you know? them choose it. Um, like, I put all the blame on them. I like that because <laughs> it's tough. I'm sure. Yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we kind of like know just from over the years. We kind of we kind of just know like what people want to hear live and what's gonna. You know, I, I always hated going to shows and seeing bands that we got a new record out. We're just going to play all new songs. Like I, that always bugged the crap out of me. Yeah. So, so I think like for us, like we've just always, you know, as a, as a fan, I think you're allowed one from the new record. Like give us yeah. one. one. See what it sounds like. And yeah. Yeah. Maybe two. If if, yeah. But that's it. That's <laughs> it. Go back to the old stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we just kind of, I, I, I just, we just feel it out and, and we usually know like what goes well and what doesn't like during the first like week of tour we'll have like a set that we'll go through like rehearsal and do it the first few shows and we'll be like okay that song wasn't that great you yeah. know live like you, you know it was it. kind of boring or yeah exactly but luckily so yeah, like, there's right, so many songs to right. pull from yeah 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 we're just like all right let's just throw back in tell all my friends i'm dead <laughs> whatever <laughs> oh. i don't even remember the na- the real name of that song <laughs> i think I, I i gotta say that might be one of my favorite songs wait what is, is that the title of it yeah. Yeah. Is it tell all my friends are, or just my friend. No, is it? No. <laughs> well, my friends uh, over you is like a different. No. So many. Wait, what, <laughs> many. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> and I think that's like with, with any type of writing, like it's going to be hard to go back and like to the archive and like remember right off the bat. But um, yeah. 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 So, um, close my door. Another, another question we had that we were both curious about is if you could choose, and I know you've collaborated with people before. Um, if you could choose any music artist to collaborate with at the moment, like Mm -hmm. who, who's on your radar? Like, I would love to collaborate with that. Even if it's like Mm. different style, different, you know, anything. Yeah. Um, and that's tough. Um, because like the type of music I play doesn't really reflect the type of music I listen to. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, I don't know, man. Um, trying to think. So I think if it had to get like super indie and weird, I'd probably like just have, just call up Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers. 
Oh yeah. Oh okay. And, like let's sure. let's do some stuff together. I worked um, on a music video with her like two or three years ago, and she kind of had a name, but now she's like a huge name. I was like, oh, I worked oh. on a video with her. <laughs> oh yeah, it's crazy. She used to just come to the studio in, in Tennessee when we were recording, just hang out in the studio. She was rad. She yeah yeah. We, yeah. we we rented like these boats out on like one of these bays and like totally trashed them with like cake and stuff, and the owners got really pissed <laughs> oh. at us. Oh yeah. no! But it was a fun shoot. It was a really fun shoot. Yeah. So but if I could pick, if I could pick any like band band, like my, one of my favorite bands of all time, like is my bloody Valentine. Oh Um, yeah. And like, I would love to just do some sort of something musical in that genre, in that realm, you know, like just super reverbed out and loud (laughs) and you can't really tell what I'm singing. Like it's all just washed out. Love it. That's awesome. Or something. Yeah. I'm a naked Thursday fan, so I you're hitting the right buttons for me. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. With 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 uh, with writing and stuff, I'm I'm curious because I've 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 been in a few bands and was one of the more the primary writing guys. How do you guys write songs? Do you bring? Because I know Chad writes a lot of the stuff, but do you ever bring yeah. lyrics to him and he writes a song around it, or does he usually bring songs to you and then you write lyrics around those? Um, it, it goes both ways. Like, really? he, okay. he, yeah. Um, and it, and that always like sounds weird to say like to people, but it's like, we've known each other since high school, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've been friends for so long that like, you we just, know the ends, we just know each other yeah, and we know what's going on with each other's lives. And so Chad could start a song and it could be a really general verse about like whatever, but then we can make it. And then I can bring, be like, okay, this chorus could fit with that, you know? Yeah. that I wrote. It's amazing um, that you can yeah. like bridge that gap. Like there's these feelings just, and then you just come together and it just clicks. I think that's why bands like yourselves yeah. like have lasted so long. Mm-hmm. You just, if you don't have that click with almost every member and get along with them every day in these tiny little rooms and studios yeah. and, <laughs> and vans, it's just never going to work. And yeah. you guys, oh, figured, I mean, you f- yeah, you figured out a way to do it. Well, we don't get along all the time. Yeah, no, well, yeah. Sure. I'm not saying it's perfect. I had, oh, trust me, I know coming from bands. Yeah, it, yeah. Gets, it gets gnarly sometimes. Oh yeah, but uh. yeah, I mean, Chad has like taken on a lot of the responsibility of writing, which is great because he's a, a great songwriter. And I wouldn't change that. You know, I don't feel like I need to write songs. You know, yeah, for my ego or something. Like I don't like he'll bring me a song and be like, yeah, that's rad. Let's work on that. You know. Love yeah. that. It's like um, a team mentality. It's just a team thing. It's not a solo, solo yeah, sport. Cause, cause, and, and to be honest, like he's like always thinking about it. He's always like thinking about the band where like when I, and where like me, like I, I'm like, I don't know. I, I can't do that for like, I, I'm just not that type of person, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I'm like, when I'm home, like I can't just be like thinking about the band all the time. Um, yeah. Sometimes you gotta so, let it go. <laughs> it's not all about yeah, yeah. the band. I hear you. What are the, yeah. uh, what are so, Things are starting to slowly open up. Vaccines getting out. What's what's plans mm-hmm. for the band in 2021? Do you have a tour planned out yet? Or I mean, <laughs> no. we were supposed. The, the, I mean, the sim, us and Simple Plan we were supposed to do a tour mm-hmm. together right. and a knuckle puck, and that got postponed twice now. Oh. Um, so we're just kind of like seeing what, what what happens this summer, um, and that's pretty much that's all I know right now. Um, we're trying to plan something for around the holidays, which would be fun to do like a sort of a holiday tour, like a couple, you know, okay, right maybe, on. maybe 10 shows or something. Like if we can do it state safely, like people will have to probably be seated and spaced apart, but maybe we can do like, 
I don't know, we were talking about maybe doing like an acoustic tour thing with holiday songs and making it like special, but it's, it's so hard to plan anything because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. It's weird. I never, I never thought it would be like this, you know? <laughs> so yeah. no, none of us did. And I mean, like even from the industry, I always compare it like the industry of teaching, like, I never thought I was going to have to be teaching behind a computer and just like you want to be there with your, you know, your Yeah, no offense, Jordan. I I want him to be open before we get shows going. Kids kids in schools first. He's like, yes. (laughs) You want him out of the house. Yeah. And not like, not like, hey, not, hey, I like have a new appreciation for teachers. Like Mm -hmm. before it was like, yeah, my kids just go to school. That's just how it is. Yeah. But I never realized how much like. You guys do. (laughs) (laughs) The war stories I hear from Liz is crazy. Well, today, like, yeah, just getting off after, you know, hours and hours and doing a bunch of meetings up until like right, right before we jumped on, I was on a meeting. It's it's exhausting, but I think much like you want to be like on a state, I want to be back with the kids. Like the kids are, you know, so important in um, the music industry is, you know, also obviously suffering from that as well. And yeah, we, you know, we hope we can get back eventually some way safe, but mm. um, we'll do it. Yeah. We're Americans. We can do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what is like, what is, what is the plan? Like nobody know. knows, you know, mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah. Cross our fingers. Um, you know, I hear like, as far as like shows happening, I mean, I hear through the grapevine that, maybe by the summer but it's it's just all up in the air you know i heard that like amphitheaters might open up at 70 percent capacity because it's outdoors you know yeah um but that's it's not the same you know know. yeah it's gonna be at least a few maybe a couple years before it's like back to normal 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 at least i think i know all the festivals and things like that that's you know that that's a long way off too but um, the I'll tell you the streams have been amazing. I'm sure they've helped people, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's not the most ideal situation, but it's it's good that we have some way to listen to, you know, music. And um, yeah. you know, I want to I want to thank you for coming on. Um, don't want to take up yeah, too man. much more of your time. It was awesome to see you again. Uh, Thanks, and man. And I, have... I wanna I wanna oh, thank yeah, you ahead. guys. I wanna yeah. thank you guys for like r- reminding me that I'm still like in a band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll never we'll never forget bud sorry never. that's your fault but yeah thanks so much man i really appreciate it hopefully we'll have yeah, you back dude. on yeah yeah for sure anytime. anytime man and uh you know have a great have a great day and uh take care and all right man so you guys too i've been Corey. this is robert and jordan thank you for being on see yeah. you guys yeah <laughs> cool your words suffocate me and don't you're talking